Welcome to the Credible Nerds Podcast. We provide news, commentary, and reviews for all types of nerds, from the hardcore to the casual. What's up, my nerd? I'm definitely the casual. I think I fall in the category casual. casual. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm here with my fellow Mandalorians, Blake and Nathan. How are you guys doing? All right. Doing good. Cool. Uh, we're here talking about um, the last two episodes of season three, 23 and 24. We were doing a double episode because these two stories tie in together. They basically one long episode, right? So we decided to, to do that uh, all together. So we're here talking, we'll start off with the spies. Um, did you guys, after watching this episode, did you have any thoughts on who the spies were? I mean, because that was kind of a question for a lot of fans. Is like, Because we start off seeing Aliyah Kane from Moff Gideon's cruiser or crew back in the day. And she's now posing as a rebel agent or a new Republic agent, but she's still working with Moff Gideon. So obviously she's a spy. Is it the spies? Spies, yes. plural. Yeah. plural. Mm. So there's a lot of confusion, a lot of talk online. You know, who's the other spy? Are there more spies? Is it blah blah blah? Did it matter to you, or I don't know? What do you guys think? Yeah, it did matter to me. I didn't think about it. I think I think Grogu's the other spy. <laughs> <laughs> Season four. I know that there was talk about the armor being the other yeah, spy. That was I did, a big theory. That was a big theory. I saw that, but mm-hmm. I have to admit, about ten minutes in, I forgot about the title. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, there, I did look into it a little bit, and the only thing that really made sense was since this season tends to have a lot of biblical throwbacks, callbacks uh, with the the Jews or maybe even just Israel in general, right? Um, in the story of the the Israelites leaving Egypt and coming into the Promised Land, mm-hmm. they you know they camped outside the Promised Land and they sent spies in to to the land to check it out, make sure it was livable, right? And so they're comparing this uh, scout group that ended up going down to Mandalorian, kind of check it out. They were the spies going mm. into the promised land to see if it's livable, oh. find their place, right? The forge. So that makes sense. That makes more sense than like the armor or yeah. Axe Wolves as a spy or whoever. So yeah, I kind of like that version myself. Yeah, I think that is applicable. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool. And then with the next episode being titled The Return, right? They're yeah. returning to their promised land and recovering their their birthplace or their birthright place. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Because the only really true espionage spy kind of activity is Moff Gideon's, you know, right hand person. Um Right. That we see in that's you know on um, that's walk around and got the got the, the the professor busted and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. So, yeah but anyway so she meets up with Moff Gideon she tells him the pirates have failed on Navarro mm. and the two factions because the two factions of the Mandalorians are joining together and so you kind of get the sense that oh. The pirates were sent by Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, yeah. So I, that's something I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, but they're yeah. they're going to head back to the Mandalore. 
she seemed to have a lot of information though mm-hmm. you know about yeah. what the mandalorian's plan was going to be i don't even think they knew yeah um yeah right she she's an effective spy yeah yeah because they got on the planet and they're like hey maybe we should go take back mandalore yeah. let's do this <laughs> let's do this yeah, yeah. So, and they actually, she actually said that before uh, they arrived on planet. Yeah. At yeah. least the sequence of the show. So, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she said the new re- they got reports from the New Republic, so that's how she got that information. But when, she, uh, what's his name, Carson Tiva went to the, to talk with Meadows, Tim Meadows' character, <laughs> they're like, Navarro, hmm, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. <laughs> he knew nothing about Navarro, but yeah, she's clued into all this stuff that's going on. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I yeah. I don't I don't see it. I, I liked what you explained it how you explained it. I think that makes most sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Gideon tells her, Well, I'll take care of the Mandalorians, don't worry about it. So Yeah. Well, you know, and they had, you know, that post credit scene where uh, you know the the X-wing pilot. He's like, oh, finds the shuttle that Moff Gideon escaped from, and he sends mm-hmm. the R two unit in, and he's like, oh, there's a piece of Beskar. I thought they were gonna like, oh, kind of expand on that in the next episode and talk about, oh, the Mandalorians they kidnapped him because mm-hmm. they want for some reason don't we wouldn't have known why, but they didn't even touch on that subject other than, I guess it was a little Easter egg for uh for this ep the final episode mm-hmm. yeah kind of ties in that way so um but here the next sequence was pr- so much information was revealed in this next sequence with the shadow council yeah yeah right? basically tons of questions that we've had since season one are uh revealed here and they talk about it so let's get into that i think that's probably spent a lot of, of the time on this part because that's it's such important information and backstory and future plans and all that stuff. But uh, so he gets off the, the hologram with uh, Eliah Kane, heads into another room. He goes through these laser gates that we kind of saw in yeah. Phantom Menace, right? mm-hmm. a little tie in there. Um, and he has to pass through each one. They turn off, turn back on. But he goes into a separate room, and there's all these people meeting via hologram. And we know some of their names. Uh, there's Captain Paleon, and he's been um, part of like the literature, the Star Wars books. He's been mentioned there. Uh, I don't, haven't read those books, but um, I, there he's there. And then also there's Hux. Not Hux. Hux's dad who is, um, what's his name? <laughs> I have it written down here. Brendel. I, Brendel Hux is mm. Admiral Hux's dad from the sequel trilogy. Uh-huh. And fun fact, that's actually his, uh, Dom Hall Gleason's brother playing that. In real life. In real life. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, and then there's a bunch of other people. Um, but they're all talking about, and it starts off, they're talking about, um, this one guy who looks, I call him uncle fester cause he kind of looks like that, <laughs> but, uh, he's, he's plundering the hyperspace lanes, but they got to be careful before they gain too much notice from the new Republic and they start to investigate another guy, captain Paleon. He's the guy with the mustache. Mm-hmm. 
he encourages everyone to appear as unconnected, you know, warlords so that the new Republic won't hunt them down. Mm. Don't give them the, the imprint. So they don't get the impression that they're organized and doing yeah. things, coordinating their efforts. Yeah. And that ties into a question we've talked about how you're like, what is the status of the empire at this point? Right. Is it just Gideon? Are there other groups? And here we find out, yes, there are other groups that are through the shadow council. They're working together in secret, but they're not openly working together. Yeah. They each have their own agendas and missions that they're doing. Um, <clears throat> and after that guy, Palian says that another member, this woman points out there's Imperial sympathizers on every planet. And if we, call them up, you know, they'll come join us and fight with us because um, they're tired of the, the New Republic. Huh. So, Which I have a tough time believing that. Mm-hmm. But obviously they kind of, with the Jack Black episode, maybe they kind of touched on that subject a little bit. But, uh, hmm. yeah, I, I don't, I, I just have a tough time p- people believing at any point in time that the new Republic is worse than being under the Imperial rule. Um, but it just kind of goes to show. And I think we talked about this in another episode where we were like, there certainly seems to be citizens of, of the, you know, the, the universe, depending on which system they're on, who seem to have been able to live their lives pretty much, uh, fairly normal without much impact I under either rule yeah um, and so where where the, for us as an audience they kind of focus on the worst things that are happening obviously there are plenty of people who are just going about their day like it's any other day yeah it doesn't matter yeah. who's in charge they're still gonna go to work and yeah hang out with their friends and family yeah so. <clears throat> yeah so and it is interesting that there's whether they believe this and it's true or not, they, they believe it's true that there are tons of people who just, if they show some strength, they're just going to rise up and join them and they're going to take back the galaxy. So that's yeah. an interesting concept that they have there. But Captain Palian talks about, uh, well, we can't waste that show of strength. we got to wait for the right moment so that uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn can return and reestablish their military might. Mm-hmm. So we get another mention of Thrawn. We first heard him last season with Ahsoka in that Ahsoka episode. But here it's like there's a plan. These people are working together. They want to reestablish their imperial might, and their ground Admiral Thrawn is the man to do that. But um, Moff Gideon's like, well, where is he? Yeah, <laughs> where is this Thrawn guy? Yeah. He's not here. We haven't heard anything. You know, I hear secrets left and right throughout the galaxy. I heard nothing about him. Yeah. So we're the one doing all the work. Yeah. You know, but I mean, Moth Gideon certainly seems to be the, the, you know, the shadow council when it, when it, when it adjourned, you get the impression, or at least I did that Moth Gideon, I would have thought that he was the leader of this council, but I kind of got the impression from this, that he wasn't, that he was kind of, lower on the totem pole so to speak and was like hey can i get some help yeah and they're like we've (laughs) already given you a ton of help yeah Yeah. but but then at one point he said well maybe there needs to be a new leader you know and he kind of yeah um or maybe you need to be replaced or whatever he seems like he's throwing a little bit of weight around yeah true But, but then you know what what did you guys think about i mean they talked about clones 
you mm-hmm. know, during that. And, and he said, you're the only one that's interested in clones. Right. We have no, in- and then of course, you know, he's Moff like, Gideon, that's, that's kind of been his storyline. So but didn't he kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't he play it off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Right. But they obviously knew that that's probably not the true or not the case. Cause yeah. they're the ones who brought it up. Yeah. So Brendel, Commandant Brendel Hux, uh, brought up the, the name Project Necromancer. <laughs> that's, a, that's not telling. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a tell or a, a reference to Emperor Palpatine, Snoke, all that, that, mm-hmm. that part of the cloning stuff. And like you said, they bring it up and he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Dr. Pershing, you know, he's, he's gone. All the secrets died with mm-hmm. him or gone with him for now is what he, I think he said, what was the phrase he used here? For now, at least. Mm-hmm. Research has been lost, for now, at least. So yeah. it kind of gives you this hint that it's still out there. But then Hux fires back and says, you know, I've heard some secrets, too, that you had Pershing on Navarro and were working with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, eh. didn't really say much after that. They kind of moved on. So. Which, but that shows that what we, that they had, he kind of gave them the impression that he wasn't, and he was like, all I know about Doc, Dr. Pershing is he was captured. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, that's all I know about him. And then he's like, actually, you're not being upfront. Mm-hmm. Not only do you know him, but you actually had a working relationship with him. Yeah. So there's definitely some cloning going on that you're not, you're not telling us. You're not telling us. Yeah. Yeah. But, so. um, but anyways, yeah. So, um, then they start, they move into getting resources, uh, that they're, they're waiting for, they say the statement, they're amassing resources waiting for the grand plan to take shape. Mm. So there is a, this plan. I, I'm, I want to know more about it. They just, mm-hmm. this is the first time they've mentioned that. So that's, that's interesting. I wonder if we'll see it more. I'm sure we will. Yeah. My, my suspicion is, is they're just kind of like filling in the gap between what happened from return to the force awakens right and mm-hmm. the rise of the new order and this is the new order in its infancy mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. and these coming ahsoka uh further seasons from the mandalorian and other tv shows are going to fill all that in and then ultimately probably uh i'll come to the movie that was announced in star wars celebration right, right. yeah yeah i can see that happening for sure so and I think this Shadow Council, because they mentioned, well, Grand Admiral Thrawn's coming back, uh, or he's out there and he wants to come back, and there's his grand plan. And we know in Ahsoka, which comes out later this year, that Thrawn is in that show. Mm. We've seen him in that trailer. So I would imagine that that's, maybe that's the plan. That's when he comes back. That's when he makes his move. And Th- Thrawn, he was primarily in Rebels? or Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't see him until Rebels. Okay. Yeah. So, and he was in some of the books earlier, like in the timeline, earlier in the timeline. Mm-hmm. So are we going to get like a, not a lot, are we going to get like a live action? We have already saw a Rebels character cameo. Um, are we going to get more of those characters, mm-hmm. you think? Yeah, we're getting all of them. We're getting all of them? Yeah, they they were in the trailer, so. Which trailer? The the Ahsoka trailer. Ahsoka. Oh, okay. From Star Wars Celebration. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So we'll get all of them. Zeb. 
but they're not going to have they're not going to have their own series they're just going to be in the ahsoka Mm -hmm. show yeah okay yeah as far as i know as far as we we've been shown so but at this point they're not together like they are in in rebels right right they're kind of all each doing their own thing Mm -hmm. yep so um gideon asked for resources he wants tie fighters tie bombers Praetorian guards, and when he brings up that, getting brings up that the Mandalorians are trying to retake Mandalore, and that's why he needs the resources. They all kind of look at each other like, "Oh, that's that's not good." Yeah, you know, that's that's a threat to our plan. Uh, that's interesting because I mean, there's not that many Mandalorians at this point that we've yeah. seen on screen, at least maybe a hundred at most. Yeah. And they're worried about him? Like, what do you guys think about that? Like, what's the worry? Yeah. I, well, I, I wonder, you know how, I mean, I just wondered, is is the number of Mandalorians low just because it's a TV show and it's like <laughs> a cost thing, you know? Yeah. Or <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I wondered that as well. You know, like, they're going to retake Mandalore, like 20 of them and yeah. <laughs> rebuild society. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like you'd expect a lot more. And actually, yeah, kind of in these last couple of episodes, I expected to see just a bunch of them come. That, yeah, like thousands of them. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I thought we'd have this montage of Bo-Katan going to different tribe after yeah. tribe after tribe mm-hmm. and like talking to them. And then they would like, we'd see, you know, see them show up. At, hundreds of them show up. Like not, usually happens. Yeah. Right yeah. at the end. Not, not, not a couple hundred. Yeah. But, but I think there's way more though. Oh, I think it's just kind of a, you know. Yeah, there has to be. I don't know, keeping the show tight with a, a small number or whatever. But yeah, 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 that could be it. Maybe once they word gets out that they've retaken Mandalore, they're establishing their city again. Everybody comes around from all over the galaxy and joins in. They're like, "Sweet, we're back." Yeah, hopefully that'd be cool. Because there does need to be more if they're going to be a threat. I mean, they did talk about how. They're strong fighters, and they they are almost unstoppable when they work together. Yeah, there's no infighting. Um, so, but they definitely need the numbers. Yeah, I think they definitely view them as a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, the New Republic's too busy dealing with trying to run everything, and the Mandalorians are kind of like, you know, they they don't need orders. They don't need someone to. They don't need a general to be like, hey, go over here you know they they're like they see a need you know they're like the a team right they see a need they just they just go yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they get out there get in their van and head over go take care of business <laughs> yeah so but yeah so they're going to send them the the resources and then from there you know that's the shadow council so a lot of information was revealed a lot of questions we've had throughout is kind of teased or revealed here so I really liked this scene. I liked rewatching it because you watch it and you're just like, oh, all this information is like an info dump. And then you go rewatch yeah. it and you hmm. learn more. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. So they cut to Navarro. The Mandalorians are showing up with Bo Katan and Din, the ones they went and recruited. And, her, uh, her group, basically. Yeah. Axe Wolf. Axe Wolves and Koska Reeves. And they show up and there's some tension between the groups, right? Yeah. Um, these guys can take off their helmets. These guys can't. They're a little jealous, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. They don't have to go off in the the woods and eat by themselves. 
just have right you there. ever gotten into a fight to the death over the rules of chess? Um, almost. Almost. Yeah. Clearly, you have though. <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah. But I'm still here. You're playing chess. They're playing checkers. You got it. <laughs> King me. Yeah. That part was funny. So it does spill over throughout the at least the rest of this episode. The tension. Yeah, the tension's there. Uh, but Bo-Katan talks, gives a speech, and she's like, hey, we're going to retake Mandalore. We need to join together. So they they, they need a like a scout group, I guess. So she calls for volunteers. The main characters, Din, Bo, um, Koska Reeves, um, Axe Wolves, Paz Vizsla, the armor, they all like, will we'll go. So... No surprise there, but they all go. But some, yeah, are like, okay, let's go. Some, I need a small group to go down on the planet and scout things out. Which mm-hmm. I didn't, I really didn't see why that was yeah. necessary. Yeah, I mean, you've already been there. Yeah, it's they a, scouted it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> you've been down. You went through all the catacombs. You went to the the lake where you know everyone gets baptized. Mm-hmm. What 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 do you think you're gonna? Yeah. not see that you didn't already see before but mm-hmm. and and they land out in like they land out in the middle of nowhere and they just start walking yeah. let's go this way <laughs> and they're just kind of like <laughs> like you're not like it's not like they landed in the city yeah. where people could be hiding they landed out in the middle the barren waste yeah. where there would be n- nobody they, nobody they, yeah and they're like hey we better scout this area out and you're like well just you flew in yeah didn't what? you just can't you just look from the sky and see for about oh about a hundred mile radius there's really nothing there but they land and just start walking yeah. like i'm like i don't get this part yeah but. well you always hear people say we need to get to lower ground like to, <laughs> yeah to check like where out. are you walking to i mean you're not going to build camp. Why aren't you just going to go to the city that's been demolished and kind of like start rebuilding it? And well, they were looking for the forge, right? So, but uh, the armor and Bo-Katan have been there, so they should know where yeah. it's at, like roughly. She, she, in their previous episode, she's like, I know exactly where you need to go. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why all of a sudden she's like, Hey, where's the forge at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she took, you know, didn't, she took the Mandalorian then right straight to the waters. So, mm-hmm. and she, and the entire yeah, she time she's exactly like, she, the entire time she keeps talking about, Oh, I know this place like the back of my hand. I, I don't, yeah. So I don't, I never, I didn't get that part. Yeah. That was a little weird. Uh, but before they leave Navarro, let's touch on this when they, uh, grief cargo shows up when they all come back and gives him a bottle of, Wine, alcohol, right? Yeah, Romulan ale. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And someone posted online, I saw this, and I thought this was interesting, that they're like, oh, that's a pretty unique bottle, right? It has this distinct shape Uh and design. And uh, it's a drink that Michael Jordan made, or it's from his company or something. Oh, really? But there's only five bottles in existence. Okay. <laughs> really? And that was one of them, apparently. Or at least it was modeled after that. I bet I bet that tastes just like his cologne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that cologne? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I had a bottle. <laughs> you did? Yeah. It smelled good. It's just a bigger bottle of the cologne, <laughs> man. Just drinkable. 
<laughs> big bottle of Michael Jordan cologne. Yeah. Did you sprinkle it in your shoes no. so you could be like Mike? No. Give you a little more the ladies, air. The ladies loved it. I'll say that. <laughs> you smell like Michael Jordan. What was the cologne that everyone in high school was? <laughs> in high school, it was Dracar. Dracar. Oh, I was, was going to say Polo. Polo. Yeah. Polo. Polo was good. And it was like, I'd see guys at school with Polo and they'd like open up the bottle and like pour half of it into another <laughs> bottle and then fill it in with water, <laughs> trying to like, like spread the wealth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Polo. Everyone in my high school was like, "Oh, it's all about the polo." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Jordan's uh, drink showed up. What's it called? Do you have it? Uh, I don't. All right. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he shows up with the drink, wel- welcomes it back. He's like, "I got another present for you, but you got to come back to my place." So they go back, <laughs> <laughs> come back to my room. Let's <laughs> get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> But no, uh, and it's IG-11 is now fixed up. The Zalian to bring him in. And he's riding it. He's driving it. And apparently you can push buttons and say no or yes. Apparently? No, not apparently. Not apparently. (laughs) Factually. Yeah. Uh, Grogu sees this. He's excited. And he jumps in it and is able to operate it. Din's not too happy about it. But uh, Grief talks him into it. And then Grogu won't get out of it. So he's like, well, I guess I'll have a choice. What do you guys think about IG? So they call it IG-12 now, which I it's kind of lame. But what do yeah. you guys think of IG-12? Dude, I loved it. I can't <laughs> wait for the toy. It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It even had little holes in the side so his ears could go out yeah. and not get bent or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, It was fine. Yeah. I'm like, I probably thought, I didn't really think too much about it because I knew if I did, I would be like, that's dumb. <laughs> Well, I but, did like he has a new mode of transportation yeah. besides walking or that little carriage. You keep saying you want him to be a teenager. I he's got to get out he's of the carriage. Now. Yeah, he's driving a, <laughs> yeah. he's driving a robot. Um, I just kept thinking, like, there's no way this thing could not just topple over right? yeah. really easily. And I don't know, like his mech warrior kind of a thing. I mean... It's cool. They should have like guns mounted on their shoulders. And yeah. what's the, it had a head. What's the point of, right? Didn't it have the head yeah. attached to it? Yeah. Like, what's the point of having the head on there? He just needs the arms and the legs. But, yeah. but I guess the bigger question is what'd you think of the yes, yes, no, no, yes, <laughs> yes. No, oh, no. It was good. Yeah. Cause you want to hear what he's thinking. And that's yeah. Yeah. a way to do that. Yeah. I would like to hear him actually speak though, but. Yeah. Guess we'll get there some next season, maybe. Maybe a third, but maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Let me think about it. Yeah. So, so he's able to be more mobile, uh, and he's, he he takes. They go to Mandalorian with Din in that IG twelve contraption. So they they land on the surface like we talked about. They're walking, trying to find the forge, and then these the ship shows up. It looks like a boat type of thing. And in it are more Mandalorians who've never left. They've been trapped there. They can't leave uh, because if they try to, <clears throat> try to go off world, the Empire shoots them down. And so they have, they've learned to live there. And so that's cool. Maybe there's more of those guys there. So maybe you know, there's more. There's got to be, right? Yeah. There's they more can't than just, just like them. Their land ship. Yeah. So they join together and they're like, well, we know where the forge is. So we're going to show you. 
Um, they have some sick that their armor leaves and takes back to the the main cruiser to get feeling better. And then they head to the forge. And the, when they get there, they have to are on their way. There's this beast that attacks the ship. They oh, this is where we see the part where uh, Paws and Axe Wolves fight over the chess game. Yeah. So there's still that tension there, and they're still trying to figure out how to work together. But this is when, you know, uh, Bo-Katan, they're all sitting down at the dinner and they're like, we failed you, I'm sorry. And she reveals this whole yes. backstory that yes. we, you know, had did not previously hear about. Mm-hmm. And what really happened that was the catalyst or the genesis to the Night of a Thousand Tears and essentially Moff Gideon leading the annihilation of the planet, right? Yeah. I think that was pretty pretty good sequence an important mm-hmm. part of the show to have her hear that and have her basically say it's all my fault mm-hmm. which must have been obviously something that we weren't aware of so you can understand her motivation beyond just wanting to be the leader but she wants to right a wrong yeah. right she feels guilty that everything that she sees her home world her it's gone, and she takes the blame for it. So it's more than just you reuniting the Mandalorians. It's basically trying to um, get forgiveness or trying to right a wrong that she feels yeah. responsible for. Well, and even when she uh, surrendered, you know, it kind of showed because her character seemed more like interested in ha- being the leader than leading people, and so yeah, you know, that kind of showed how much she cared about, I guess, the people and. That she had surrendered, done whatever she thought she could to save as many as she could. Yeah. That was kind of a cool, cool series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's looking for that redemption. Um, and they talk about how she she surrendered so that her people could live, but then she was betrayed by Moff Gideon. And yeah. It didn't work. So Which is usually her hate. Yeah. He's usually a pretty stand up guy. Yeah. <laughs> had a bad day or something. People keep trusting him, though. Yeah. He's usually good to his word, though. (laughs) (laughs) He is. So then we also learn more about the Death Watch, uh, what happened to the Death Watch, because that was was an organization that existed before this. Mm -hmm. They were the bad guys, basically, of the Mandalorians. Um, uh, Bo-Katan has talked about how they're always fighting amongst themselves, and when they fight amongst themselves, that's when they lose. And so this was one of those scenarios where they're fighting amongst themselves, where the Death Watch was hiding out on the moon of Concordia, which we saw in the Clone Wars. Uh, but the armor brings up that De- Death Watch no longer exists. Yeah, and that they aren't, they weren't, but they must be like descendants of them. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they splintered into different groups, and this is the children of the Watch is one of the groups. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, because the guy's like, "Are you so? Are you Death Watch?" And she's she doesn't say no, but she does say the Death Watch is long gone. Is yeah. what she basically says. Yeah. So, and that was good to know, kind of, because we were wondering, well, are, are they related? Are they the children of the Death Watch? Descendants like you so? Mentioned? Are they the children of the children of the Death Watch? Is <laughs> yeah. that what these guys are? The yeah. great grandchildren. The grandchildren. The yeah. grandchildren of the Death Watch. Yeah. So that was good to kind of get that uh, that frame of reference. Uh, and then we get this personal conversation between Din and Bo-Katan where I, where that I really liked. about. They're talking about rebuilding Mandalore, but Bo-Katan's not sure that she can do that, um, that she's capable of doing that, uniting the people together, and all she really has is the Darksaber. 
and Din comes back with, well, you know, Darksaber doesn't really matter to for us as and the people, the the children of the watch. Yeah. Bloodlines don't matter. It's just honor, loyalty, and character that matter, and you have that. So I'm he says uh he's he's gonna serve her because of that and he says her song has not yet been written and he will serve her until that happens hmm. so then she was like Ooh, okay, wow that's yeah. cool so she got i'm gonna start saying that to people your yeah. song has not yet been written at work yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they turn in a project yeah. when the project's a little behind your song has not been written <laughs> now i will be here for you yeah got your back and then do this with your fist. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Johnny, your song has not yet been written. But you better have it written by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's due Friday. <laughs> or else you're out of here. <laughs> End of day is 5 p.m., not midnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see. I don't want to come in Monday morning and see an email from at 11.59 p.m. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, then the beast attacks the ship. They, they scatter, they get out of the way. So what'd you think of that part? Was this just kind of like, Hey, we see something really far away over there. Let's keep going. Let's keep going at full speed speed and not turn. What it is. What is that? (laughs) And then half of them get eaten. (laughs) And then they're right underneath it. You're like, Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) let's abandon ship. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Why not? Like, Hey, there's something way over there. Stop. Hey, guys. Let's just see what happens here for just a minute. Yeah. It uh, seemed kind of unnecessary. It did. Because the beast destroys the ship. They all escape into this cavern, and they're like, oh, it's just down there. Yeah. There's the forge. What was the point of they? Yeah. Well, and the guy said, I know where the forge is. He was on our way there. Yeah. And then they escaped the beast to where they were going. In the first place. In the first place. So yeah. I guess... I guess someone just really wants to beat these guys down. Into, like, well, I, I think one of the computer animators was like, I created the coolest beast. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we're, gonna, we're cutting that out. We're, didn't you hear? Didn't you get the memo? <laughs> We've eliminated that scene. And he was like, you're putting that beast. <laughs> we're using the beast. You're using the beast or else I'm going to burn this place to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So not a lot of didn't make a lot of sense, but it was maybe cool they, beast. they needed like the monster to come up out of the ground to create the hole mm. that they escaped into. Yeah. I don't know. That would have been cool. Yeah. Maybe is is that is that the hole? I don't. Is that hole used later? I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm like because they're like we need to take cover and they cover they go down into some cavern. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, hey, there it is. <laughs> there it is. We're here. Oh, wait, there's more Mandalorians coming. Oh, yeah. wait, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who knows? So, but the Mandalorians, like like we said, they see the, the forge and then they hear jetpacks. We think, oh, more Mandalorians are on their way. But no, it's the Imperials. So we see the new version of the Imperial. They... In Rebels, we saw them as Imperial Commandos, kind of pretty much the same design, same colors, but they have Beskar armor this time, so they're harder to defeat. But we get a really cool battle sequence. Um, and did they have Beskar in Rebels? No. Mm-hmm. And so Moff Gideon refers to them. He's like, these, you know, these are my dark troopers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, new design. New design. Beskar armor stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. So no more robots. Right. 
right? No more androids or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. Now it's just stormtroopers with Beskar armor. Yeah. And But for being dark sabers, they were all in white. So I, why did he call them their dark troopers? Or yeah, I don't know. Because I was like, well, they're, they, well, shouldn't it all be black? Yeah. They would have been cooler. It would have been cooler. Like his armor was pretty cool. Yeah. But maybe they're like, well, it can't be black because we're in a cave and they won't be able to see yeah. it very well. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, what did you, you guys think of this battle between these guys and the Mandalorians? Pretty intense, laser fighting, hand-to-hand fighting, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, pretty. They were formidable opponents, right? Yeah, absolutely. They uh, they seemed to be outnumbered and getting their butts kicked. They yeah. definitely had to kind of retreat back uh, and fend them off as as they were, and they end up basically in that room and going out on what it looks like to be a, like a landing bay, right? Mm-hmm. But they seem like they're in trouble, and and Axe, well, it was it Axe Wolves who escapes yeah, to go yeah. like, hey, I want to go get reinforcements, yeah. or Bogatan tells them to, right? Yeah, yeah, I think she tells because what they kind of tr- is that they kind of trap them and then they say they're going up to to kind of attack the rest of them, and Axe Wolves gets out of there to go warn them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes off through this hole. In the- Maybe that's the hole that the beast came out of. There you go. It would have been nice if they would have mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah. Look, the beast made that hole. (laughs) The beast, the hole the beast made. Use that. Thank heavens that's there. Yeah. But uh, the the Imperial commandos, they retreat. And they're like, oh, they got them on the run, but it's really just a, a trap, an ambush. Yeah. So they go into the room, like you said, and we see a like an Imperial base is there. With TIE fighters and hanging from the ceiling, like yeah, that was cool. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that because yeah, they you're right. The part that the battle takes place is in the ruins. Then they go out through, and then they come in, and they're like, "Whoa, what in the world is this place?" And they realize that that Moff Gideon's got a base there Mm -hmm. this whole entire time. Yeah. So, was that believable? I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. We saw the same thing in Navarro, right? That's where the the troopers were coming from hmm. and kind of we had asked where did these tie fighters come from to attack bo palace and that's i guess that's where they were yeah hmm. yeah i can all i can imagine in fact it makes perfect sense because no one supposedly everyone thought the planet was poisoned right no one would ever go there it was they took advantage of that rumor to kind of be able to do what they did and build up that base. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think because they still saw the Mandalorians as such a threat, makes sense for them to keep a stronghold there yeah. on Mandalore yeah. just in case, just to keep an eye on things. Yeah, that's a good point. And and the, all the best car there, right? Mm-hmm. That's where they got the best car to make the armor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, um, they get trapped. Uh, didn't get separated from the rest of the group. The rest of the group's trapped in this other room. Him and some other guys are outside of the room. The Imperial, more Imperial commanders show up, kill them all except for Din. They capture him, and then Moff Gideon shows up. And then he's in this full black armor, Beskar, all pimped out and everything looks awesome. Kind of has a Darth Vader vibe. Right. Kind of a Darth Vader, and even a, it kind of had like horns mm-hmm. around the crown. So also kind of gave off a Darth Maul kind of vibe mm-hmm. too for me yeah the black and red mm-hmm. but I, I thought it was a good mix of both yeah and and an obvious uh 
an obvious by the creators to kind of give it that dark Vader vibe. So you felt like as a viewer, like the ominous of yeah. him yeah. and the threat of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and he monologues, he talks about what he's been doing. He like does like to monologue. Uh, he's created the next generation of troopers. He's creating an army of clones, but he also says, and they all got a little bit of me in them. <laughs> <laughs> So created the perfect clone yeah. with me. <laughs> Did you guys think that maybe these Imperial commandos were him, like his clones, or were they just normal troopers? I didn't. Or? I didn't think. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that impression, but I didn't either, but the kind of the way he said it, I was like, it made me think, but I didn't. I, I, yeah. I don't think that's the case. Okay. Cause the clones we saw earlier, they're the only clones. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. Which is such a small batch of clones, too. Yeah, you know, like you think 12. about the Clone Wars, and, and I mean, yeah. there's like 12 of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and considering that he was uh, aging them a little extra so that they would be as old as him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 12 clones, and they're 80 <laughs> years old. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> How old do you want your clones to be? A moth? Well, I mean... I mean, it makes sense to have them come out at 25, but, you know, let's cook them for a little longer. (laughs) I want them to look like me. I want them to look exactly like I am right now. 60 years old. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so he had his base on Navarro where he was doing clone work. And he has this base where he's doing clone work. Is there another base out there maybe that he's doing clone work? Maybe. I bet there is. Maybe he comes back. Next season, the clone of Gideon. So, something Maybe. About, something to think about. That should have Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Din's captured, taken off, uh, and then he sees Bo-Katan. He's like, ah, oh, Bo-Katan, we got to stop meeting like this. And he wants the, the dark saber. She doesn't want to give it up, so she creates an escape route, and they start to leave out the back door that she created. But Paz Vizla, he's he has his hero moments. He has his repeating laser cannon. And he's killing all the the Imperial commandos. Like in this moment, he's able to <laughs> dispatch 20 of them. Yeah. And it was pretty cool to it see. It was a cool. But I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, hey, here's an idea. How about we all carry that, those, <laughs> that gun? Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> The, the forger has to carry her rent. Right. <laughs> like, why didn't she stay yeah. and just start <laughs> just hitting people it. on the head with a wrench? Yeah. That I, well, that's cool. the, the, and they're like, they're like, he's like, no, go, I'll hold him off. It's an ambush. And they're like, and he seemed to be like, wipe them all out. And there was only like a couple left before more were coming. It seems like, he, the, amount of, yeah, the amount of time he took to walk over and shut the door, yeah. he could have just took another step and shut the door from the other side <laughs> yeah, and escaped with them. But yeah. And he did kill all of them. There's only, yeah. Yeah. They all died when, and then he's like, Oh, yeah. I did it. And then these Praetorian guards show up. Yeah. And he's, he, he fights with them pretty well. Yeah. He has a run for his money for a minute or so. Takes them out. Yeah. And then they just stab him with those, I don't know lightsaber whips yeah. yeah laser whips now you said earlier and i brought this up before that i didn't think all the mandalorians all have beskar armor it didn't look seem like yeah it doesn't seem like uh din in the very first episode had 
Beskar. He just had regular armor, and then he gets the Beskar, and he makes, you know. Yeah, he was replacing one piece at a time. Yeah, but it seems like, and it seems like they were able to kill him and stab him through the armor he had on. So I don't think that was my impression. Yeah, I don't think the rest of them do have the Beskar, because that's what separates them from these Imperial commandos. Yeah. That are more powerful because they have the Beskar armor. So that another question answered, right? In this episode. So it was cool to see like he's his blaster overheats, right? Yeah. That was, that was a cool visual. Before. Yeah. I was expecting the front of it to kind of start to yeah, melt. melt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> ah, and just throw it away. Yeah. So he fights, uh, he's has puts up a good fight, but he ends up getting killed at the end, and that's the end of the episode. And now, yeah, his son's an orphan. Yep. Dang it. Dang it. What was his name? The son's name? Something Fallon. <laughs> yeah. No, he had like a... Like, it's Vizsla. Yeah. I forget. It was kind of a funny... like Grogu Vizsla. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, he's an orphan now. So the next episode, The Return, picks up right... But where where's the mom? The mom's yeah, the armor. For real. Oh. Oh. See, that's Nuh-uh. why they got to take their helmets off. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. Was that a joke or are you serious? No, that's my theory. You think you yeah. think so? Yeah. Huh. It hasn't been defined, but that's my theory. Man, I like it. Yeah. Because she's the only other woman there. Right. right. She's, <laughs> she's it seems like people's she's mom's. the only woman there. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's yeah. the tough part about the helmets, too. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, can I get your number? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's not, not my, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my thing. <laughs> my bad. Man, we really need to do something about these helmets. Can we have pink helmets or, or blue helmets? Accentuate or? the armor somehow. Yeah. Well, Bo-Katan has breasts on her armor. Yes, she too. does. I've That's seen true. a lot of people, uh, uh, memes about, you know, people are like, oh, wow, she Bo-Katan's hot. Yeah. And the armor, I'm like, wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. So... Um, picks up right where the other episode left off. They're yeah. escaping through the tunnels. She tells Axe Wolves, "Hey, they're sending Tie Fighters. You got to go up there, evacuate everybody, use the capital ship as a decoy." And so let's talk about that. Axe Wolves, he leaves and he takes his jetpack and flies up into the outer atmosphere. Uh-huh. Which I was like, I, I didn't think these guys. They made it look like. In previous episodes, these jetpacks don't have unlimited amount of fuel in them. And they seem to be flying around a lot. Yeah, all over. All over the place. And he's able to escape the gravity and atmosphere fairly easily with his jetpack. I'm like, I don't know about this. Seems a little inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. But. But he does it. (laughs) <laughs> and he lands on the ship, and every he, he goes onto the bridge. He's like, everyone get out and go down and help him. And they're all looking at him like, what? Yeah. Why don't we just leave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I kind of thought as well. <laughs> and he's like, no, seriously, go, leave, get off, go jump in the ships and go help him. And they're like, okay, I guess, this, I guess we're doing this. See, at this point, I thought he was the spy. Okay. This other spy. You I, thought he was going to escape? He, yeah, he's like, everybody off. I'm, and then he gets in the ship and just books it. Light speed. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gone. <laughs> I thought, seriously, I thought that was what was going to happen. Yeah. So, but 
didn't. Or even if he wasn't a spy, maybe he, but he was just like, eh, yeah. you know, this whole, this is the way, take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. This is the way. Yeah. <laughs> right now. This way. This way is the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out of this battle. <laughs> but, but then I, I thought like, she's like, use the ship as a decoy. So I thought he would like, like fly the yeah. ship. Light, not like light speed away, but just like start flying. Leave him on a yeah. chase. Lead him on a chase. But because he just sits in there while they while they just blast blow in the shit. Yeah. And it must have been hard to get a hold of that ship. Oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like <laughs> Well, that's the ship they That was, was Moff, Moff Gideon's, Gideon's ship. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they stole from him. Yeah. I would have thought he would want would have liked that ship back. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not a very good plan. It must have taken like three years to paint that big yeah. giant <laughs> face on the bottom too. Yeah, that Mandel's call. Could you, that was a lot of paint. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's a lot of trips to the lows on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. It's huge. It was pretty cool though. It was cool. Uh, so, where were we? Uh, Din, he's being carried off by the two commandos and he's able to kind of, uh, beat one of them down, but he's captured by, can't get away from the other one and he's getting choked. And then Grogu was shows up with IG 12. is like, no, no, no. And helps him escape. Yeah. So that was cool to see Grogu in action with IG 12. Um, and they talk, well, we gotta, we gotta go get Moff Gideon. We gotta put an end to this. Yeah. Otherwise we'll just keep, we'll just keep coming. We'll just have Season four, which, season five, yeah. season six. Which I could have told them earlier in the series. <laughs> yeah. Should have killed them last in the yeah. last season. Yeah. So um she he tells Bo Katan, hey, we're gonna go after uh Gideon. She tells him we're escaping to regroup and we're gonna attack the base. So they kind of talk about their plans. Uh we see the TIE interceptors go after the ship. Blow it up. Well, not really blow it up, but um, disable it. Yeah. So, uh, and it catches on fire. Well, it does seem to show him kind of point it towards the planet a little bit before yeah. it before it moves to the next scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we got R5 shows up. R5-D4. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, R5, I need your help. He just kind of pops up out of the rocks. Well, yeah, where, where was <laughs> yeah. he this entire time? Yeah. Did he just leave him on the planet? <laughs> he is he is a good spelunking <laughs> droid. Yeah. I need a good kind of droid for spelunking. Well, oh, it's my. one thing to show him like next to the ship they came in. Like, yeah. Oh, he was on the ship waiting. <laughs> but he's just, he's, he pokes his head out from behind a rock. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, nothing around. Hey, R4, I think I left you here. Are you still around? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. What do you, what do you need? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was kind of funny. Um, he's like, hey, I need you to infiltrate the base, find out where the command center is. So he uses the jetpacks that we saw R2-D2 use in the prequels. Mm. Uh, so apparently that's a thing. Now. Yeah, I know. He's lately. Boy, when that came out in the yeah. movies, people about lost it. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? What? <laughs> you can fly? Wait a second. Hold the phone. They fly now? <laughs> Why didn't he do that? Like, yeah, that's the problem when they introduce new abilities, like stuff like that, because then it's just like it. 
if they would have if they could have done if they could do that they could have gotten out of this jam or this or that and there's a million things that it just kind of ruins when they start introducing stuff like that new new abilities they retcon stuff yeah yeah so don't even talk about force healing (laughs) yeah we won't go there this time yeah um well grogu can force (laughs) right he force healed i know right (laughs) this drives me crazy so um so he uses the chip packs to go to the base and he hacks into the system, finds out where the command center is. And this part was kind of funny. You got the mouse droids coming yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. A little comic relief with the, the sirens. Police lights. I liked it. It was funny. <laughs> that was good. I like how they surrounded him. Yeah. <laughs> Start just bumping into him. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Danger, danger. I really would have liked him to turn around and just kick them all off of the, yeah. the, 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 the drop right there. One of them did fall, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. was funny. He uses electroshock to kind of keep him at bay a little bit. But he finds out where the base is or the command center. He sends him there. And then when Din has to go through those laser gates, he R5 disables one. He fights the two Imperial commanders, commandos, moves to the next one. So that was kind of a cool sequence. Yeah, and definitely a a callback to um, the Clone Wars or Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, Menace, yeah. yeah. And I like that R5 got his hero moments, right? Because ever since episode four, when he breaks down and yeah. gets stuck with the Jawas, you always wonder what happened to that guy. Yeah. And here he is saving yeah. Mandalorian. Oh, I love, I want oh, R4. I hope they keep him around and even yeah. bring him, elevate his status even more in the future. Did he go back to Navarro with him? At the end know. of this episode? Mm, I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. I didn't Maybe see him in the up. cabin, but yeah, <laughs> the cabin. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he helps him get in to the command center, uh, but then back to Axe Wolves. He he steers the ship towards the ground, and it starts falling, and it's going to crash. Then they cut to. Let's see, where are we? Oh, they get into the command center, and they walk by the clone tanks. And we're like, oh, who are they? Yeah, they're like, they keep intentionally like keeping up blurry. Yeah. You're like, please, will someone walk up to one of these tanks and <laughs> look. L- and look in so we can see what the heck is in them? Yeah. And like, if they walk, if they if they don't show what's in these tanks, I'm gonna be mad. Mm-hmm. And Grogu gets a little closer, looks, and he sees it's Gideon, Moff Gideon. <laughs> yeah, sixty year old Moff Gideon clone. <laughs> And just like ne- never happens, the eyes open. Yeah. yeah. But the music. Ah, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> Scary moment. Jump scare. Yeah. So uh, Din self-destructs the, the clone tanks, and they all break open and leak all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There goes Moff Gideon's children. All of his hard work. All that hard work. Mm-hmm. They just kept there in the hallway. I mean, as old as they looked, I weren't they ready to come out? <laughs> I know why weren't they? Much, why were they out now? Yeah. How much older were they going? <laughs> yeah, weren't you done? Yeah, he's like, you killed my, you killed my clones. You're like, no, dude, you killed them. Like, yeah, you overcooked old them. Age. You overcooked them like 15 years ago, buddy. <laughs> he's like, they were gonna have the force. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they already had it. Yeah. And that's another story thread that was finally solidified, right? Yeah. That they were using um, 
Grogu DNA to give them, these clones, the Force, Force-sensitive clones, which goes all the way back to the Force Unleashed game, video game, where Vader had an apprentice that was Force-sensitive clone. Mm. And then Force Unleashed 2 expanded on that. So that's always been a thing. Like, why not have Force-sensitive Jedi clones, right? Yeah. So No, that's, that's not too unethical. Only the bad guys make clones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully they explore that a little bit more at some point. Force-sensitive clones. I think that'd be cool. Uh, let's see. Mandalorians regroup in the underground cave. And then the reinforcements come. And they all head off to the base to go, you know, fight and destroy the base. Yeah. So there's this really cool scene where flying with jetpacks, fighting each other in the air. Did you like that? Yeah. That Did was, you think it was cool? That was pretty or awesome. Or were you like, this, that's not real? <laughs> <laughs> what is this show? Yeah. But no, I thought it was pretty sweet. What about you guys? Yeah. Did you think it was dumb, Nate? Since you brought it up? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was fine with it. My son thought it was dumb, though. We were watching. He's like, this is dumb. <laughs> and I'm like, but I did I did have a, a vision pop in my head when they're like flying next to each other and fighting. I had the image of Big Trouble Little China when the two guys <laughs> are flying through the air. Fighting with swords. Do you know that scene? Oh, yeah. In the oh end? yeah. 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 I that. I, that image popped into my head and I'm like totally believable <laughs> <laughs> these guys have jetpacks they yeah. have jetpacks so yeah. it is a little bit more yeah yeah Bo-Katan has a dark saber armor has her hammer and wrench <laughs> <laughs> so. no but it was pretty pretty nice to watch all this so so um, where's Boba Fett in all this, right? That's a good question. I was expecting him to show up. Wouldn't that have been cool if he did? Mm-hmm. If we yeah. saw him. It's like, yeah, the they helped, or Din helped me out, so I'm going to go help him. Right, yeah. I was kind of hoping we might see him, but... Nope. Nope. Slave one, or whatever they now call that ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come flying through. Yeah. Start blasting TIE fighters. Yeah. That would have been cool. So, uh, Din and Grogu are trying to escape, and we have the, the final showdown between Gideon and Din and Grogu. Bo-Katan ends up coming in, and they, they fight. Uh, the Praetorian Guards show up, so there's Din and Grogu against the Praetorian Guards. Bo-Katan versus Moff Gideon. So, I don't know, pretty cool. Again, you know, you got the aerial fights, and then you got the ground fights with the Darksaber, and the, it looked like he had a Beskar staff that he was using. A lot of action. And then yeah. you got the ship coming in. Ship's coming down. Fi- Where is that Beskar spear, though? That That's what they, they melted it down and used it to create the, oh, the right. chain mail. Uh, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now there's another one, so. Um, and in the fight, the Beskar or the dark sabers crushed because yeah. you see that Moff Gideon has like some cybernetics issue. Yeah, that suit, with his suit? you know, that was making the wearing sounds <laughs> you were talking earlier about. Yeah, the sounds and the closed captions. Yeah, you can hear it like making like a robotic movements. So it seemed like it was more than just armor, but like a suit like a mechanical suit that gave him extra strength. Yeah. Uh, that so, was intentional, obviously. Yeah. 
So is the dark saber not made of Beskar? Uh, guess not. <laughs> because not everything is made it of Beskar. Seems like to me. <laughs> yeah. You think so? But he crushes it. He crushes it in the hand, and that's the end of the dark saber. Which is pretty symbolic, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you know, without that, there's no leader. But mm-hmm. you know, he talks about your trink you mandalorians your trinkets mm-hmm. and i'm like well come on man you're using beskar armor yeah, yeah. you're using yeah. the trinkets you want the trinket yeah trying to get the dark saber the whole time yeah like five minutes ago he <laughs> wanted the dark saber back yeah he wanted that trinket but he knew by crushing it that was like gonna really hurt her you know morale that she was just gonna be crushed because she really wants to reunite the mandalorians and she knows it's a he knows it's a symbol for them to do that and that's the last thing he wants is the mandalorians getting reunited yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that brings up the importance of what din and uh bo-katan were talking about earlier you know we don't need a dark saber we need someone with honor character yeah loyalty and a teamwork and a mythos, huh? teamwork, teamwork. teamwork. <laughs> yeah so you kind of you get the end of the old ways and start of the new way yeah. in this episode because he says you know you're nothing without your trinkets and she says it's not about you know mandalorians are about you know din shows up right mm-hmm. what is she? what's the line she, she says, says we're we're stronger together we're stronger together i think yeah. but yeah, but i thought maybe a better line could have been there that we're stronger together. we're stronger together like yeah. I don't know what's going to work. Teamwork, <laughs> or isn't that? Are you quoting <laughs> cartoons? You Is are. That are Paw you? Patrol? I can't remember. I think you're Bob the Builder. <laughs> yeah. I think you're quoting Bob the Builder. <laughs> yeah. So, but they they still can't defeat him, right? D- or Gideon's. Now that I mean they're still struggling, mm-hmm. but all three of them. Yeah. Well, and then yeah, Grogu shows up. And he force pushes them back. But all this while, though, the, the the cruiser is plummeting, you know, down. And Axe Wolves is telling him, get out of there. Get out of there. It's yeah. come coming. Everyone escape. Mm-hmm. So he's able to pilot into that crevice where the base is and escape before it crashes. And a fiery burning <laughs> ship with no control, I guess, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Perfect control still. Yeah. So everybody gets out of the way except for those four. Grogu, Din, Bo-Katan, Gideon. And there's this big explosion, fireball. Um, Bo-Katan uses her little shield to shield Grogu. This is the smallest <laughs> shield I've ever seen. Yeah. And, uh, but that's what I thought. I was like, they're toast, right? That, that shield's not big enough. Yeah. And then uh, Grogu has his force moment. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It does. And uh, creates this bubble, force bubble, to protect him from the fire. But Gideon is not in that bubble, and he is incinerated. Or is he? Yeah, I was a little disappointed at Moff Gideon's demise, or lack thereof. I don't know if that... I I think he is dead, but I wish they would have done it, filmed it in such a way that was like... A little more ceremoniously. Well, and just like a more definitive, like... You know, Hans Gruber flying off of the, <laughs> the tower. The and, and, yeah, with uh, plummeting to his death. Something a little more definitive where you saw the ship hit him and 
carry him down to the ground and he gets you know smashed into a, a, like a pancake because he just gets enveloped in flames i don't know i i would imagine that they would have a beskar armor of suit would have been like hey one of these things that, that this suit should be able to do is protect you from fire and uh i don't know i i, I hope he's dead not it, well let me say um if if they bring him i don't mind if they brought him back um on my only complaint is if if that was his death scene i think they could have made it better i guess yeah yeah i wish that they would have as they focused in on grogu and everybody in that little i wish he would have been sitting in there with them like <laughs> yeah. yeah they like turn around and look and he's what, just like what what oh, hi how'd you get here <laughs> don't mind me we need to stop meeting like this <laughs> yeah. oh we're idiots so so that's that's a good question if he's not dead he's all burned up so then they further enforce the darth vader um because like like you know uh then he puts his helmet on. He's like, I'm going to seal it up. So in case the air is bad, you know, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine that that suit, they make those suits look like they're impervious to late, you know, blasters and, and uh, lightsabers. Lightsabers. Yeah. I can't imagine the, the fire, at least air conditioning right? or something. Yeah. yeah. He probably, what about going to the bathroom? He probably doesn't <laughs> even have to take it off to go to the bathroom. He's probably got a suit inside of it, a cooling suit. I just like, I'm like, if that was the way they killed him off, I'm like, fine. But, man, I wish they could have. But so if he does come back again, uh, you'll, we'll be like, well, yeah. They didn't really, they didn't really make it obvious that he died. Yeah. So there was people that noticed that this version of Moff Gideon doesn't have a mustache like he did Previously, so you th- yeah. Oh, so the clone he's, he's question. He's a clone because he doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> like, well, he was in prison, so maybe they shaved his mustache. Yeah. Or maybe he just like got tired of it. But <laughs> it is a, a visual cue that I think. The, so the, could have the clones didn't yeah. have any facial hair, did it? I don't think so. I don't think it did. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's. But it with that. Uh, argument it's like well a clone doesn't have the memories and the you know they don't come out with all the same memories that the previous person has well, they have to had develop like, their own he could have had a class he could have had them like, all sitting in desks hey, let, and let's like, talk for like five minutes <laughs> and just let me bring you up to speed yeah there's a dark saber there's a bo-katan and a grogu <laughs> right they're the bad guys yeah <laughs> i i will say though if they do bring him back i'm like okay i like i was always I was bummed like when they killed Darth Maul off so early, right? I'm like, you loved, we loved oh, having yeah. Darth Vader through the whole series, and then he was in the Emperor, and then they all get it in the end, and and you're like, you know, you get this sense of satisfaction when when they when Darth Maul gets killed, killed. in the Phantom Menace, killed, killed, right? Exactly, cut in half to come only to come back. Uh, you're kind of like, oh, I really like that guy. As I mean, he was a a guy yeah. you love to hate, yeah. and you should have not killed him so soon. You should have left him for the at least in the next. So, put Moff Gideon. Okay, he's kind of he hasn't been killed yet, but the, he's been defeated, mm-hmm. captured, come back. 
you know, for him to come back again, it would be like, okay, we need a new villain. Like you said earlier, we can't just keep bringing him back. So, yeah. Yeah. I can, I, I can agree with that. We need some new, we need to count Dooku to come in. There you go. Yeah. Replace Darth Maul. Uh, so yeah, they, they, they're able to escape the fire. The next scene is they're at the waters of Mandalore. And the, the foundling finally gets baptized. Get the, they complete the ceremony that they couldn't at the first episode of the season because of the monster attacked. Uh, and then Din steps in the water with Grogu. And he's like, well, he needs to do that too. But she's like, well, he can't talk. So he can't say the words. Um, then we get this whole... It was kind of confusing. Yeah, because he didn't take the creed. Yeah. she. He's like, I want him to be my apprentice not a foundling anymore yeah but in order for him to be either he will wouldn't he have had to have taken the creed Mm -hmm. and he's like no okay so i that part i didn't get yeah and she's like well she's he's got to have parents permission and the parents aren't as you do (laughs) yeah he's like well i'm adopting him (laughs) he just states it i'm adopting him Okay. All right. Okay, this that, is the that way. works then. <laughs> hey, Bob, can you drop the paperwork on this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but he still doesn't get the the water on his head. No, he can't speak the creed, but he can be graduated from foundling to. So he's an apprentice. An apprentice, but he's not a Mandalorian. But but the the previous was a foundling, right? Mm-hmm. So, and they had the whole thing about. Earlier when he was fighting, he's like, oh, he can't speak the creed. So mm-hmm. when they were doing the, the practice battle oh, yeah, yeah. in the previous episode, I, I, I'm confused, but yeah. whatever. Seems a little vague. But I will say this. I really like Din Grogu a lot better than just Grogu. Yeah. yeah. So they changed the name Din Grogu. Sir. Sir Din, Din Grogu. Grogu. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's been knighted. By Lizzo. <laughs> By Lizzo. <laughs> Sir Dangrogu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, then, go ahead. I, I do really hope in the next season we get a, a little more older Grogu who can I hope there's talk. another time jump. Yeah. I hope we get a time jump. And yeah. I, the, the baby babble I'm done with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then they, they get, meet at the forge. They finally light it up. The Mandalorians are restored back on Mandalore. It's official. And so, do you think we'll see more of the Mandalorians next in future seasons? Like, I, I don't, I don't think they can resist a team up at some point. You know, right. I, I can agree with that. But what about like, oh, let's go back to watch them build the city and establish their culture, oh, yeah, that sort of thing. Or I think they'll have like on. a like a, I think they'll have like an episode where he goes there and meets with Bo and she'll walk around yeah, the city uh, like, Oh, look what we've done since you were last here. And this is like happened. what they did, they with, did with Navarro. Yeah. 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 That kind and then of some thing. pirates will come and want to drink in the school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here it's we a go school again. now. <laughs> yeah. I really want to drink in your school. <laughs> I want to sit in one of those little teeny desks. <laughs> I want to get stuck. I want some I want cookies, <laughs> some green cookies. You can't just you can't just go to the bar next door. <laughs> no, it's got to be here, or I'm gonna start shooting people. Yeah, dude, you got problems. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, I think kind of like that. We'll see you here and there, but I think we're done with the Mandalorian. Yeah, as a whole. 
Yeah. And I think well, we're there, gonna there, was, there was kind of some backlash, I guess, with this season because the focus went more into that. Mm-hmm. And so it sure. seems like they're going to simplify, get back to what was working. and Yeah. Yeah. I just hope they don't devolve into a uh, bounty hunter of the week. Like, oh, we got yeah. to get this yeah. guy. And that's the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a serial Magnum PI yeah. Ma- Mandalorian, he where every week he's just like, you know, it's completely independent episodes. Yeah. Yeah. There needs it still needs to be attached to a bigger story. Yeah, yeah. That also that will probably tie into the formation of the fi- the first order. Yeah, somehow. But, uh, uh, so then they go up to this part was weird to me. They go to the Rebel Outpost, meet up with Carson Tiva. He's like, hey, I'm going to be, I'm a bounty hunter now again, and I'm going to get some bounties for the New Republic. And Tiva's like, well, that can't, we can't do that. It's <laughs> no. not legal. We're not. Well, well let's do it un, you know, off the books. We're not, um, we're not hiring mercenaries <laughs> to go out and capture yeah. Imperials yeah. This and is, bring them back dead or alive. It just seemed weird. Yeah. And then they get the IG-11 head. It's like, I thought he already had a head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the head didn't work. It, That's it was right. the memory. Yeah, there, there was right. something wrong. Right. Parts. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. why is the bar got a bunch of heads all across? Like, yeah, it's like collecting. Heads. Well, like those those bars you go to where there's bras. And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's can't say I've been to a bar dismembered heads bras everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's probably like well, these are the enemies we've killed or captured. These yeah. Are their helmets. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I was like, I mean, I I don't have a problem with it in general. I I think, I think it's actually the idea that the Republic, that the Republic has like a 10 most wanted kind of a thing and has a reward for them actually is makes perfect sense. Just like the FBI would. Right. Yeah. If you have information leading to the capture of this imperial general commander kind of person you know so for him to go out and chase after those but i don't understand why there has to be any kind of like oh hey this is going to be off the books where it's just going to be you know make it a legit thing mm-hmm. i don't know why he has to be like oh they wouldn't approve that yeah why why not like if he's a wanted known imperial criminal person who's out hiding somewhere look own it and just say this is what i'm going to be doing and he and and i'll Let's work together. I'll and I'll keep you in the loop, and he'll, he'll and him just like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. And then yeah. we've got something to look forward to. Yeah, well, maybe some of the bounties are this shadow council, right? Mm-hmm. So that'll that's the they tie into that. Yeah. So then he uncovers Grand Admiral Thrawn, and he's coming back. I don't know. Yeah. But 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 in between missions, he can hang out at his cabin. Yeah, hangs out at his cabin. So we see the cabin, Din and Grogu. Grogu's by the stream. Floating, playing, floating frogs. Playing with frogs. Din's chilling on his porch, his feet up. And that's the the episode. That's the season. Yeah, with his helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope they change that because you mentioned something about that, Blake. The helmets and... Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I think... Uh, you know, if you can't see their faces and you can't, can't, then it kind of, I don't know, lowers the stakes a little bit. And so it'd be nice motion. to, yeah. For all you know, he was sleeping. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was snoring, yeah. sawing logs while Grogu's getting into trouble. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there's just not a personal connection there because it's just this mask. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the story writers you know, and take that into account. I'm sure they were like, "How oh, man, this is going to be hard because you know there's so much gets you know seen through a person's face. So how are we going to film a show where we don't ever see the person's face?" Yeah. So yeah. my off out of universe theory is. Um, so this season, they credited the stunt actors at the end of the episode, which they hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. And this season, uh, Din does not take off his helmet at all. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's very likely that he wasn't, that um, what's it, Pedro Pascal wasn't even on set. That he yeah. just read lines later. I'm sure that's... And because he was filming The Last of Us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he wasn't available. So they come up with this theory, well... He's. This is the way he's not taking on some of the season. So it's just these two stunt actors the whole time. Yeah, throughout the whole time. And I would. Have, I, I mean, my my thought is is that's probably been how it's been most. It, every every episode where he hasn't taken his helmet off, yeah. it's not him. Yeah, it's those two. It's always those two. Yeah. And he's always just reading lines in a in a sound booth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's only probably been on set. A, two or three times in those times when he had to take his helmet off. Yeah. That would be my, because the last of us, they've probably been filming that for the last couple of years, I assume. Right. At least oh. the, yeah, the last few months. Yeah. Last year. And they're going to do season two. So how does that affect this show? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a crossover or something. <laughs> well, I, I mean the next season, are we going to have a, like a gap have they talked about the next season even? We don't even know. So we may have, we may not get another Mandalorian season until 2020, end of 2024. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Because it's been like two years in between seasons. Right? Yeah. So. And they're so busy with other projects. It's like, I mean, yeah. they can't be working on all of them all at the same time. Ahsoka's got to be taken as John Favreau and Dave Filoni all involved in. Filoni is. I don't know. Ahsoka. Yeah, I don't think Favreau's. Okay. Then they're doing Skeleton Crew, which is live action. That's in production. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. And then, well, I think that's the only. Oh, yeah, I think that's the only live action shows they're doing is those three right now. Oh, and Andor. Oh, yeah. Season mm-hmm. two of Andor. Mm-hmm. I think that comes out next year. Yeah. Which, again, I loved. Yeah. Yeah. So, good. this, I mean, there's, I got the impression that this could have been a, a series end, right? Last episode of the series. Yeah. They could wrap it up here. And they be, could. Be done. They could. I don't think they will. Though. Yeah, I don't. They could very well do it. They could. There's a writer strike coming up, so that's going to push that oh. might. Well, it's looming; it's not official, mm. so that could push things back. That's not good. Further. So maybe they wanted to kind of have this ending yeah. to leave everybody happy. Are the writers from the episode with Jack Black and Lizzo? Are they going to strike too? <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> yeah. So I don't know. What would you guys think of? These two episodes, the season as a whole, like if you had to put a grade on them, what'd you think? I give it a solid B plus for the season, or yeah. the, these two episodes for the season. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't hate it like some did. Like yeah. in the middle, it felt like it. It kind of, kind of limped along a little bit, but 
those last two episodes were cool. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Good action. It, it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I agree. I'd say these last two episodes were a, a quality. And then the season as a whole, B plus. Yeah. B, B plus. Yeah. So I liked it. Any final thoughts on, on this season, these episodes before we wrap it up? Nope. Okay. Nothing I, I haven't said already it. said. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a long one, a little over an hour. So, uh, but it is two episodes. So, thanks guys for for listening, for watching to the Credible Nerds podcast. Definitely follow our YouTube channel, subscribe. Doesn't cost you anything. It helps us out a lot. And we definitely appreciate your support that way. So, uh, stay tuned for uh, upcoming episode reviews of Ahsoka at some point. And, Andor and Obi-Wan and other stuff. So with a lot of content to talk about. So thanks guys for joining us and we'll catch you next time. See ya. Thanks. <laughs>